Well, he's a great government official, and he's also one of the uh, best friends we have in the world of government uh, here at JMNAM. I refer to New York City Controller Scott Stringer, and before the uh, holiday of Pesach, I want to make sure to get him on the air. Talk about some of the things he's been doing prepaid. He's actually been baking matzahs, delivering food packages. He's very involved in Pesach activities. Controller Scott Stringer from New York City. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Before Pesach. What do you say? Say it again. It's great to be on the show <laughs> right before the holiday. I appreciate that. I hear you've been uh, spending your time uh, in the community very wisely, baking those matzahs and delivering packages for people who need them, which is, of course, a great way to spend some time before Pesach. No question you, about that. You know, it's actually it's actually a lot of fun. And uh, last year I, I made some matzah, and I'm, I went right back to do it again because you have to think about life after term limits. So. What, what is... <laughs> Life after term. What what did the uh, professionals, the uh, the the ones who've been baking matzahs for twenty, thirty years, what did they think about your uh, skill when it comes to baking those matzahs? I think the the care I put into the rolling of the matzah <laughs> and the timing of it. You know, you don't have a lot of time to get the matzah to the oven and out. Everything is very prescribed. That's right. And I think I'm developing, you know, expertise. I think it's partly because. You know, I spent a lot of time auditing, and all that is timing as well. So it's all working together. I, I, I never realized your background would help in this area, frankly. <laughs> Scott Stringer's with us live via telephone. Well, um, uh, obviously, New York has New York's always through very difficult challenges, no question about that. But uh, a couple of tragedies recently have certainly shed some light on safety. And before the holiday, it's a good opportunity to remind everybody um, the, the the collective Jewish heart and really the collective New York City heart. And I think everybody who's uh, aware of the story, uh, Scott, um, uh, was uh, certainly affected and tremendously pained by the tragedy of the Sassoon family. If there is anything good to come out of this, uh, it's obvious that our community and other communities are paying a lot more attention to fire safety. And as you know, before Pesach, that's extremely important to keep in mind. Well, it was such a horrible tragedy, the loss of these children. Uh, the community is just always going to have this in our hearts. And the and then there's nothing that words cannot comfort people. The only thing I think we have to really double down on is the whole notion of smoke detectors and batteries that operate and up. Upgraded, uh, you know, upgraded uh, carbon monoxide, uh, you know, systems as well, because safety comes first, and we've got to just be sure the community is equipped. And I must tell you, I was out with Chaim Deutsch, and uh, what he was doing in the community, just bringing smoke detectors to a community meeting, and uh, we all have to think like Chaim is thinking. Yeah, no question about it. And as you know, as we get closer to the holiday on Friday night, there'll be. Lots of candles and cooking and hot food and liquids and uh, a lot to be and, and searching for the chametz by candlelight. There's a lot to be aware of, and hopefully people will keep all those safety measures in mind. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes it takes a tragedy to remind people about it, but this was certainly something that uh, hit the collective uh, heart in a very in a very strong fashion. What update can you give us uh, in terms of what's happening on Second Avenue? Yet another tragedy that New York City has suffered, and we know now of the uh, two deaths, and there are some severe injuries. There are, gonna be, there are people who are going to be displaced for, for weeks at this point. Uh, uh, what could you tell us about what's happening down at 2nd Avenue and uh, 7th Street in New York City? You know, that's another, it's just another terrible tragedy. I mean, the Manhattan District Attorney, my understanding, is investigating, so there's a aspect of this that we still perhaps don't see readily. But, uh, again, I mean, you have these tragedies, and it reminds, it reminds all of us, one, just how lucky we are, and two, how careful we all have to be, even in this society of ours. It's just a matter of just being very careful, 
you know, if you if you smell a gas leak, don't think your neighbor's going to call it in. You know, go be proactive, and perhaps you'll avert a tragedy. So it's been a very rough couple of weeks for this city. No question you know, about it. Level. But you know what's interesting, and uh, maybe holiday time makes us focus more on camaraderie. It is amazing to watch New Yorkers come together in light of these circumstances. Maybe it's the FDNY and the NYPD that, that gives this type of uh, you know atmosphere to, to these types of episodes, but there's just the response and the uh, selflessness that we see among regular people is pretty amazing. It's really incredible. I mean, we watch these firefighters. People were talking yesterday how they just rush into any dangerous situation. They don't walk. They don't look both ways. They go marching right into the most dangerous situation. Our police officers are right there with them, and they're really the heroes of our city. And then there are the people who donate money or clothing or, or just are there to help. And whatever our problems that sometimes divide our city, it's it's these tragedies that remind us why we're New Yorkers. No question and uh, look, we've got a very strong economy, and we have real potential for really expanding opportunity for every New Yorker. We've got to be cautious and careful about how we budget. We've got to make sure that we get our fair share from Albany. The budget negotiations are happening you know, as we speak. Right. And if we can continue to invest in our infrastructure and in our city, uh, both in Manhattan, but most importantly, in, in all of our boroughs to build economic opportunity for our people. Well, this is, again, a very important topic pre-holiday time. I was speaking to Penny Hikens, who you, of course, work closely with and is such an important member of our community. He was telling us about the food deliveries and how you were out there uh, with your whole team, uh, making sure that you could uh, deliver and highlight, not just deliver, but obviously highlight and publicize the fact that there are people who care about those who are in need with, with the... Uh, uh, with the economy the way it is and with um, uh, things as challenging as they are, uh, are we doing enough in New York City for those who don't have, for those who are in real need, especially this time of year? Well, this is going to be the real question for our city, given the fact that our budget gaps are, are, are not as wide as they usually are and that we actually have a robust economy. We have to make sure that this economic activity helps everybody. And the facts are we have... Uh, close to 60,000 people living in shelters every night. 25,000 of them are our children. Uh, we have a NYCHA housing infrastructure that is really on the verge of tipping. And we've got to now think strategically about how we target people who are struggling, the middle class that are having a hard enough time putting food on their table or clothing children. And the good news is we have resources to get this done. Right. We now have to work collectively throughout our city and working with our communities. You know, nothing's going to happen unless we engage all of our communities, and that's going to be the challenge of the administration. This is the work that I think about doing every day. I can tell you that we're going to continue to audit and investigate, root out waste, root out fraud, make sure that every tax dollar is put to use for people, and that is the job of control. It really is the people's office. It's the place you go when you think something's wrong or you want someone to challenge you know, an agency or, or someone in government. This is the office you come to, and I'm mindful of that. Uh, New York City Controller Scott Stringer with us as we uh, get set to wish him a very happy and wonderful upcoming holiday. Uh, you know, I, I know that this is going to be an embarrassing point because when I say this to you in private, you always blush, but I'm going to say it publicly anyway. It must be difficult for you to be in a position that you're in with a leader of the city from your own party when so many people would like to see you be mayor of New York. <laughs> <laughs> right, i got to go now. Um... <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. You you know, obviously, the leadership of the city is is from your own party. It puts everybody in a difficult position. But you know, there are a lot of people out there that would love to see you run for the top spot. Well, 
you know, that, that's very that's very nice. Look, part of the Java controller, actually the Java controller is the ability to do two things very well. You have to work with the mayor because you do a lot of the financial work together. You market bonds together. You go to the rating agencies, the, the, the state for our financial plan. So we really work with City Hall to make sure that we're on the same page, that we're fighting for the economy in New York City. We went to Albany together to talk about fair share funding. The state, is, the state owes us $7.7 billion over the last five years, and uh, the mayor and I are trying to get that money. Right. But look, the job of controller is to work for nobody except the people, and I have to you know, audit agencies and take on City Hall when I think they're going in the wrong direction, and that's tough when it's from your own party, but it's working. And I am very committed to being the best controller for the people of the city. And if that means standing up to the powers that be, then you have to stand up to the powers that be. But that's okay because we're also working very hard collaboratively to make things work for our city. I got you. All right, listen, I, I hope I hope I get one of those uh, uh, round uh, handmade matzahs that you made on Friday night. I hope that that's... Uh, uh, <laughs> Someday. Someday. <laughs> Someday. You don't know. It may end up in the box that I buy. How would you know? I may get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is a whole new world now. I take this opportunity to wish you a Zisan Pesach. Have a wonderful yes. holiday, Scott. And thanks Pesach so- to you and your family and to all your listeners uh, who love the work that you do every day informing them about what's going on in this town. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. There he is, the Honorable Scott Stringer, New York City Controller. We know, we know each other a long time at this point. I'm just thinking, wow. We really know each other a long time. He's been a great friend of the show. He's been here. He's been here at JM in the AM over the years. And uh, yeah, if I if I if I allude to the fact that I would like to see him be the leader of New York City at one point, you know, I tell it like it is, don't I? Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of people who would love to see that.